seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, friend, and welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I am your host, Talia Joy. Welcome. I'm an intuitive, a channel, a manifestation mentor, a seeker here on the journey to help you to awaken your power to manifest anything that you desire. Ah, my fingers are doing that fancy, like, you desire. And then they wiggle, you know, like jazz hands, but finger, jazz fingers. Okay, we're moving on. Hello, welcome to my weird little corner of the internet. I'm so excited to help you to manifest everything that you are meant for. And today we are talking about money. Today I am dropping four money bombs, money truth bombs that you need to know in order to manifest more of it, more money. Because pretty much every single client, every single person I come across, whether they currently are feeling abundant or they're not feeling so abundant, almost all of us have a desire in the background to manifest more money. So we're going to talk all about that today. I'm going to deliver these bombs. I am so excited. Before we dive into that, though, I want to let you know what else is going on this month and coming up in the realm of money. So starting March 1st, we are doing an abundance challenge. It is a five-day challenge called Abundant AF and oh boy, this is so potent. So everything I'm talking about today is going to be wrapped up into this challenge and I have created five days step-by-step unlocking your ability to manifest more money. It is a combination of practical like teaching breakdowns um, mixed with energy activations each day and it only takes every anywhere from 10 to about 20, 22 minutes or so the practices. So it doesn't take long, but to devote yourself each day to a different layer of money manifestation and energy activation to have you open up and receive. It is going to be so powerful. I've had so much fun creating these and I've been manifesting money, just creating these practices and recording them. So if you want to be a part of the abundant AF challenge, it is happening over on the path. So surprise, for any of you members that are already on the path, it is free for you. Start getting excited. March 1st, we start a five-day challenge right there on the path. If you are not a member or you're wondering or you want to join, on the path is the private podcast community. It's a subscription. It's a monthly thing. You can come for as long as you want. If it's not your cup of tea, you can go at any time. So if you want to join right now, this, a challenge like this would normally go for at least 40 or 50 or something dollars. Um, but for this, you can join on the path for $27. It's $27 a month. And as I said, you can stay for as long as what serves you, but every single month we 
are now doing a challenge. So March 1st, it's going to be at the beginning of every month as well. So you never have to think about it. March 1st, we are launching into the five-day Abundant AF Money Manifestation Challenge. And then what's the next month? April. We're doing a body love challenge, talking about coming into a deeper connection with your body, healing through the body, manifesting through the body, coming back into right relationship with our beautiful body. If you've been on a journey of healing or pain or body image, or, you know, basically if you have a skin suit, this challenge is for you. (laughs) And then after that, we're doing a momentum challenge, which is going to be April, May 1st. And every month from now on, we are going to do a monthly challenge. So as I said, the tracks are ones that you pop in, you listen day one, day two, day three, you go through day by day with me. We combine teaching with an energy activation. So by just listening to the track, you are doing the practice. You don't have to listen to this whole thing and then go do a bunch of stuff for a few hours. It's really all encapsulated, potent to the point money manifestation coming up March 1st. So if you want to join us, if you want to come in and take this relationship to the next level, come into the exclusive community on the path is the place to be. It contains all of my teachings, trainings, my entire methodology is over there. You guys in the form of podcasts. So you can listen and learn. You can listen while you're driving. You can take notes like you're listening to a course. It is everything that I teach over there, plus weekly episodes. So you're always getting doses of how to bring in this manifestation work into your everyday life. I'm dropping meditations and deep dives. You guys are what I'm obsessed with over on the path. So I cannot wait to have you over there and excited to do this five day money challenge. It's going to be so good. So (laughs) without further ado, I'm feeling a little weird today. That's a good thing. That's okay. Um, Let's break down these four money truth bombs that you need to know. And then at the very end, I'm going to pull a card for you guys live just because I felt like it and it would be fun. So I grabbed my angels of abundance deck. And so we will see what comes forward when that time comes. So that'll be at the end of the episode. So as we start breaking these down, each one is going to add to the next. We are going to channel through some wisdom I'm going to let you know what I think is going on in you getting to your next level with manifestation and money. So to set the scene, I have money's never been the easy thing for me. I've made a lot of change in my life and even something like relationships, it hasn't been that big of a challenge. Okay. (laughs) Romantic relationships haven't been that big of a challenge. Other relationships probably have been. Um, but I did struggle with my body, right? You guys know that I've also struggled with money, being able to make consistent income to really create success for myself. So we all have areas of life that have been easier. Maybe some people health has never really been a challenge, but relationships or love has been, and we all have those areas of our life. So money has been one that I've really struggled with and it was always something I wanted. I wanted more of it, but I never knew how to create it. There was so much resistance. Oh my goodness. Those first few years of my business, I feel Oh, like the fork in the eye vibes <laughs> because it felt so hard to make money. And any of you that have businesses, especially online, how much you hear like, oh, 10K months and 20K months in my first six months or my first two months or first launch was a 7K or seven figure or what I'm just like tired of hearing all that stuff. Because depending on where you are with money and your own confidence and worthiness and all this business or finances, it's not the same for everyone. 
you're not behind if you've struggled with money. If you, maybe it's even that you make a lot and there's a few different types of struggle I was going to get into in a second, but let's just do it. Sometimes it can be, and you can start to identify, you know, what it is for you. Sometimes it's that it's really hard to make money, like your actual income. It's really hard to make that, you know, raise up. So if you're in your own business, it's hard to make sales. It's hard to increase that monthly revenue that you're, you know, used to making. Maybe it's 2K, 5K, 10K, whatever's your normal you have a hard time breaking into that next level. Or maybe it's that you're struggling and it just feels impossible to physically accumulate money to actually bring it in. Then there's another struggle of you're making okay money, but keeping it or saving it or not being close to, you know, zero, whether that's actual zero or your sort of point where you're like, oh shit, you know, getting down there, whatever that is. Um, So it's more about you're making, you know, fairly good money on paper, but you don't have a lot left over, or you feel like you don't have a lot of breathing room, or maybe that you do make pretty good money. Life's going pretty good, but you have big dreams for yourself and you don't want to be sort of having to always budget or only do one trip a year. You want to have financial freedom, right? Or maybe you see yourself a little bit in all of these categories, whatever one you're in, it's, you're in the right place at the right time. No shame, whether you're making barely enough to scrape by, or you're making tons of cash and spending it just as fast. No shame. We're all in this money game together. We're all in this manifestation journey together. And I just love you no matter where you're at. So there's, depending on what's going on in your life and sort of identifying your patterns, it can help to break free of our money struggles. So on a very practical level, before we get into these four things, and it does kind of, you know, um, touch on some of the things I'm going to talk about as well, but really starting to see what are my tendencies? Is it that I get a bunch and I blow it or I mean, blow it has judgment, but is it that you spend it really quickly Um, Is it that you just can't bring more in? Seeing this for yourself is good for inquiry, but it's also a tell on what's going on in your energy. So maybe you're somebody who makes quite a bit, but you spend it really fast. It might be because you constantly feel lack and scarcity inside and you feel like if you get your money and spend it and you're ordering shit on Amazon and dinner's on me, that makes you feel really abundant in the moment. It makes you feel free but then you end up spending it all and then you're back into lack and scarcity. So again, without shame, without too much, there's no criticism or judgment. It's just, what are my tendencies? Do you tend to spend more than you make? So you always have credit card balances. Again, we've all done all these things and, and, or incredible people all the time struggle with money. So no shame. So just start to see those patterns so that you can start to kind of tune into like, what is actually going on? Because often we say like, I have no money or I just don't make enough, but it's very vague. Those are our feelings. When we say, I don't have any money, false. In truth, reality, you do make some money or your partner does, or you're somehow hooked in because we need, we have cell phones to pay. We have, you know, you might be in a situation living with someone who's covering rent or whatever, but no matter what, like life still requires money, gas in the car, the bus pass, like literally whatever, even if you're super minimal, there is some form of money that we need and that we take in, that we spend. So often we're saying I have no money, but when you actually look at it, it's like, well, you make $3,000 a month. What do you mean you have no money? But the ultimate problem is, you know, I spend just as much as I get, or I don't have enough to sustain my life. As soon as I get it, it's bills, it's groceries, and it's gone. 
So really just kind of getting a little bit more nuanced with what is actually going on instead of just the umbrella of money's hard or I don't have money. It's like, no, no, I actually do make money, but I want to learn how to hold it better. I want to learn how to save it better. I want to learn how to make more so that I'm not in scarcity and I'm way more in overflow and I can go on several trips a year. So again, wherever you're coming from, just getting really honest about that. So the first bomb I want to talk about is you've probably heard this before, but just let me riff, allow it to get into your cells. Money is an energy. Money is a resource. Money is a frequency. So money itself isn't good or bad. It's not holy and makes you a totally better person or the root of all evil. Money is a neutral energy. And it's just that it's an energy. It's an energy that comes in our life that can really help us to express ourselves and live a life of more freedom. Of course, it doesn't take away all of your problems because it's not God. It's not the answer to everything. It's just an energy. So (laughs) having plants in your house will help you with your well-being and your oxygen, but they're not going to take away all your problems. It's not going to solve or heal your trauma or be the root of why you self-sabotage, money's not going to save your life. It's going to allow you to do more. It could allow you to hire people to help you, to hire people to clean your house so you have more time to do the things that you want. It can help you, of course, travel, get degrees. It can help you do a lot of things, but it will not take away your problems. So money is an energy. And starting to look at instead of how do I make more money, how do I get familiar with the frequency of money? And depending on where you are in your journey, what you've already learned about this, you may totally know this, or it might be blowing your mind. But thinking about energy as the frequency of abundance, it's literally a fairly, it's a neutral resource in the way that people make it either really good, like it's going to save my life, or they make it really bad. It's the root of all evil. It causes destruction. It causes the darkness to come out. You know, really in that way, it's neutral. It makes you more of who you are. The people that get money and then do corrupt shit, they were doing corrupt shit before they had the money and or their brain was already going there. Maybe the money could amplify the amount of corruptness because they could afford power in some way or whatever, but they already had that in them. Money will not turn you evil. And even if when you make millions of dollars and maybe people come out or people try to take advantage of you, you are a solid being with a clean intuition and you will be able to discern that and make moves and protect yourself as you need to be. But money itself is not going to turn you bad. And it's not even going to turn you better. It's going to amplify who you already are. So if you're generous, it allows you to be more generous. If you are, you know, want an online business or have a business, it's going to allow you more resources for marketing help or to get your business out there. If you are into health, Money could allow you to channel that into more, to hire a trainer or someone to help you with your gut issues. It expands you. It helps you to expand, I should say, but it only makes you more of what you already are. 
So first of all, realizing that money is an energy and in some ways it's very neutral. What you choose to do with it is just an expression of you. It doesn't save the day and it doesn't ruin your life. Anything could ruin your life. The weather could ruin your life if you're that kind of person. Or, you know, you lose your job, it ruins your life. Sure, someone could say getting money was the worst, but that's only because they had either problems already, they didn't have boundaries, they didn't have an intuition, they couldn't detect when people were trying to take advantage. Do you know what I mean? So I don't need to go too far down into that. But thinking about money as an energy, money as a frequency. So money on the vibrational scale is very high frequency. Uh, the, The frequency of abundance is similar to safety, security, freedom, expression, opportunity, possibility. It's a high vibrational frequency. So we don't manifest overflowing abundance from a low frequency. So part of it is money's just an energy. And as you learn on your journey, getting happier, getting healthier, getting more clear inside over time, as you learn to manifest, as you awaken, as you do the healing work, all that stuff climbs you up. It climbs you up the vibrational ladder because you're freeing yourself of the stuff that held you down, that felt heavy in your system, in your mind, in your body, and you're freeing yourself up and you're lightening up in your vibe. So as you naturally climb the vibrational ladder ladder, and you start going from feeling pessimistic to optimistic or in constant fear into more hope, you incrementally climb the ladder, you become more and more a match for money. So money isn't some elusive like thing that you have to find the perfect right steps to get to. It's just a frequency. It's a frequency that as you play in the frequency of higher vibes, as you play in more possibility, as you do all this stuff I'm talking about, lightening up and healing and choosing joy more often, choosing pleasure more often, you are becoming more and more aligned with money. So right now, tell yourself, assert it, affirm it into your reality. As I raise my vibe, naturally, I make more money. As I go down this awakening journey and continue on this seeking and this journey of becoming all I meant to be and unleashing my magnetism, I am naturally going to attract more money. It's actually something I don't have to go to crazy work on. As I up my vibe, I make more money. Start saying that to myself, duplicate my energy, take it for your own and latch onto that. As I do yoga, I'm attracting more money because when I do yoga, I feel really good. When I go out for a walk and I'm feeling good, this is aligning me with the frequency of abundance. And it doesn't mean every walk you take that you have to run to your bank account and be like, did it work? Did I get an unexpected payment? Trust. As I raise my vibe, I become more a match for what I want, including money. So look at money as an energy rather than something you have to figure out how to get to. Okay. So truth number one is that money's an energy. Truth number two, you are in relationship with money. In order to manifest more money, you have to create a harmonious relationship with money. So if money was a person and you were in a romantic relationship with them or any kind of relationship, how would you be treating them? Would you be helicopter parenting? Would, you know, the second that they leave, You're like, oh, fuck, you're never going to come back. Almost like we look at paying a bill as like, we're never going to get that money back. It's gone. Or maybe you're avoidant. 
and that person comes home and you avoid them and you don't look at them and you put your hand up when you're walking past them on the stairs and it's super awkward. You're just avoiding them altogether. You have no idea when they're coming, when they're going. You say you don't care. I don't care about money. What if you were saying that to your partner? I don't care about them. It's not important. They're not important, right? Really look at that. If I acted like I do with money toward another human, how strong would that relationship be? And just like a relationship, there's a push and pull. So if you're pushing, 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 it's going to cause them to either push back or fold over. And so if you're pushing in your energy to manifest money, you're actually repelling it. It is in pull energy or relaxed energy that we actually get to bring it in because we are in relationship with it. So I love this analogy of the only way to hold water. And I want you to imagine a beautiful fountain and you dip both of your hands into this fountain on a hot summer day. Why not go there while we're in the imagination? Um, And the water is so cool. The only way to hold water is to have open palms. As soon as you close your fists, close your palms, you're now not holding water. It's squozing out of your, (laughs) out of your grip. So money is the same thing in a lot of ways. We have to create space for money. We have to gently hold money in our experience, not helicopter parent it, not try to force it and control it. It's okay to say, I want to make $5,000 this month. But we also then following that firmness up, we need to relax and surrender into our intuition to guide us or faith or trust. Because if we stay in that gripped energy, we end up just repelling it. So sure, have assertiveness. If you want to say by April 1st, I want to be making this amount or by the end of this year, sure, go for it. But you have to also counter that with, as I say, trust, surrender, patience, um, intuitive guidance, acting on it, because it's a push and a pull. We can't just be pushing all the time or you're literally holding it out of your experience. So in, in this truth bomb, you are in a relationship with money. I also want to bring to your attention, I mentioned it a moment ago, we almost always either pedestal money Like it's way up there and we're way down here or look at it like it's going to save our life. It's basically God or the Holy Land. And if I just had money, everything would be better. Be really honest with yourself. We do this all the time. If I could just go on a trip, if I could just afford this, my life would be better. And again, like I said in the first point, if you can hear my son and stuff, I'm sorry, but it's just real life. I have a four-year-old and he's deciding to take a bath and the they're like yelling in the bathroom, not yelling, yelling, but talking loud because the bath, anyways, doesn't matter. Um, just like I said a minute ago, we tend to think that like money's going to save our life. We got to be really aware when we are pedestaling money, putting it up on a pedestal. And I don't think we need to do this with anything. I don't think pedestal that comes from maybe like Buddhism roots of not envying somebody else, even, you know, a deity or with me, with Wayne Dyer being one of my main teachers, he's not on a pedestal. I soak up his wisdom, but he's not better than me. We are all equal on this journey and I appreciate his offerings. So with money, it's not better or rich people aren't better than you. Your friend who's making more money or someone you know that you guys both went to school at the same time and they're making more, try not to pedestal money. It has no meaning behind it other than when you have money, 
You can create more safety and security for yourself, but it doesn't make you a better or worse person. It's not moral. So again, in a relationship, if you always put someone on a pedestal, it would fuck with the dynamic in a weird way. You want to honor them. You want to love them. I put my husband first, my children. Like if you need something, I am there, but I don't pedestal them. Like I'm not as good as you. Because that creates a weird power thing. We are all equals and we all give to each other and we're devoted. We love each other. So anyway, that's about that. But we either pedestal it or it's down in the ditches, dude. (laughs) We go, money doesn't matter, whatever. I don't need money. We maybe don't even charge for some things in our business. Sure, I'll do a free thing here. Sure, I'll do a free thing there. We're literally dishonoring money. We're like, meh, doesn't matter. And from my opinion agree or not, it's okay. I don't think by saying money doesn't matter that it makes us more spiritual or makes us more um, earthy. I think that we need to have this neutral place of, as I said, money doesn't make you or me better. I'm not better than somebody who's making less money and I'm not less worthy than someone who's making more. But at the same time, if we try to say money doesn't matter and someone waved a magic wand and for one week you had no access to any money, it would all of a sudden matter. When you realize that you have to have heat for your house or gas in your car or a mortgage or food being bought you know, in your fridge, then you realize money actually does matter. So it's not more important than my values and morals and my family. I'm not selling my soul for money. But money does matter. Money allows me, as I said in point one, to live more fully expressed, to become more educated, to take courses, to have experience, to be generous AF. I want to give my kids the world and my friends, and I want to buy trips for people, and I want to be that really rich person that does extremely generous things, as well as to myself, and I want to have that savings. So I'm allowed to have that. It's not that money doesn't matter. It does matter. But yes, it's not above your morals. We don't sell ourselves for money and go against our authenticity, right? If someone said, I'll give you a ton of money to do this thing, but it was outside my authenticity, even if it was in my business, but the message just didn't align. No, money's not more important than authenticity and integrity, but money is important. So in this point, you're in a relationship with money. Where are you either putting it on a pedestal or putting it down in the ditches? And where can we at least bring it into neutral with like, oh, money's going to allow me to do these things, but I'm also whole and complete and enough before I make the money, while I make the money right here in this moment, I am already enough and worthy and complete, and I can't wait for when my bills are paid off every month, or it's going to be so fun when I can go on multiple retreats every year. I can't wait. So hopefully that makes sense. So you're in a relationship with money. What kind of relationship is it? Is it avoidant? Is it smothery? Is it controlly? Are you suffocating the life out of it? Are you completely avoidant of it? Start to get really real with yourself. And then number three is this is a really physical, more like masculine one that has really helped me. And it's also one I still avoid, but I'm getting really good at creating that devotion. Number three is tightening up your habits and your manner. So a money bomb that you really need to look at, unless you're already have like an accountant mind, or this comes really natural to you, tightening up your habits and your manner with money. 
So this backs on the, the question about the relationship. If like me, you're avoidant, which was definitely always my thing with money. Like if I don't look, then it's not real. It's like, "Ah, (laughs) not quite. Um, but that was my tendency. Like I said, at the very beginning, getting to know your tendencies, I'm like, Oh, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm the avoidant one. (laughs) Um, that is mine. So when I, when I tighten up my habits, what that means is starting to, and for you, it'll mean the same thing, but just slightly differently applied in your life, but tightening it up, not avoiding it, becoming in touch with your money. And this doesn't mean you have to have some crazy strict budget. Of course, I love a good budget, or there's a lot of people that live by that. I'm not saying to not have a budget, but I'm just saying it's getting in touch with your money. So even a way to manifest more money quickly, and I'm going to share this in the challenge. So I'm giving you a little pre-hack, but start to get in touch with your finances, have a calendar, whether it's a Google calendar, a paper calendar, one you print off of Canva, like whatever, get a calendar and know when your bills are coming and going. Just writing down, because a lot of bills, maybe your electricity bill or your cell phone bill, a lot of them are due at the same time. So when you know on the 25th that your cell phone's due, you can properly prepare because a lot of us do avoid or just are not in touch with it because it's like, well, the money's there. It just comes out, whatever. But as you really honor it and go like, okay, my insurance is coming out in two days, the money's there, but I'm just going to check, double check. Okay. Insurance is coming out. It's 119, whatever. Yep. The money's there. No problem. Ah, Drop your shoulders. So you're not constantly going like, when does it come on? When? I don't know if I have enough and, oh, I bought some stuff out of this. And then this, this payment came out and it, you know, put me in overdraft or it almost whatever being really aware. When does your money come in? When does it go out? If you work a nine to five or a, some sort of reliable, um, consistent paycheck, you know, every two weeks I get this amount. When does your insurance come out? When is your cell phone due? Get in touch with your finances, tighten up your manner, tighten up how aware you are of when stuff is coming and going. Because a lot of things are fairly consistent. I know with my own business, sometimes it's absolutely not. But what I like to do is every week I sit down and I just look at, okay, what are the bills that I knew were coming out this past week? Did they all come out? Is everything good? And then let's look forward. What's due this week? Is this the week I'm paying my assistant? Is it my cell phone? Is it, oh, these automatic payments are coming out. Okay. And then I also look at the payments that are coming in. So I have this automatic payment from a client here. I have this, and that's hard because things, you know, payment plans are expiring and, you know, someone will buy something. It's not always bang on, but I do my best to go like, I know this payment is coming here. I know this payment is coming here. I know this is due and this is due. And that gets me comfy. I want you to start getting in bed with your finances, get to know them because it doesn't change it. If you avoid it, in fact, it just makes it worse. Or even if you're just complacent and it's like the money's there, the bills come out, whatever, even just getting to know it so that you're like, yeah, look at this money's coming and going just the simple act of tightening up your manner and getting 
comfy with your finances will help tighten up your money, money energy so much. It's actually quite unbelievable how much just that one works. And if you're already in touch with that, you can start logging every time you make money. So every day, if you're in a business like mine, there's random payments coming in. I will start tallying up like, okay, yesterday I made this much today. I made this much looking back and really looking at how much is coming in. Wow. That's incredible. And if your job isn't, you know, doesn't line up that way, that's totally fine as well. But these are just little things you can do to like tighten up, to be more in touch with the amounts that go through your life. And then the last one, number four, is that money mirrors self-worth. Money mirrors the value you put on yourself. Money mirrors the belief you hold about yourself. Bam. So money is value. If I go to the store and I say, I would like this loaf of bread, they say, okay, that's, what is it? Freaking $11 now. <laughs> just, just joking. But anyway, they're like, that's $6. Okay. So that is the value you've placed on that loaf of bread. $6 is the value. So when we're looking at our income, it comes into matching the frequency that we value ourself. And this is the part where some of it makes practical sense and some of it being a person who sees energy and all you other fellow energy peeps, you get it, but just trust us on this one because half of it is like, huh? And half of it is like, that totally makes sense. Money mirrors your worth. The worth I put on myself is the amount I will allow myself to make. So I just want to say that as I set new goals for money, and I don't do like a monthly goal every month. It's not a huge driving force, but I am looking to, you know, make sure I'm making more, my business is expanding, that kind of thing. So every time I stretch into a new territory where I'm like, ooh, this is the new goal, I always get this tendency to be like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? Or I just coincidentally stop doing yoga as much and going for walks. And I'm like, weird. As soon as I come back to like valuing myself, and that might not make sense to everybody, I do my best. Um, but when I come back to valuing myself, I notice that the ideas then come forward for how I'm going to reach that income. Or my magnetism grows because I gave myself the walk. So every time I branch into a new level of money, so for you, it might be a new goal. It might be a new commitment. Okay. I'm going to tighten up my energy. You will be tested on how much you value yourself. You will be asked to give yourself more self-care or some people with our own businesses, it's charging what you're actually worth for your services. Think about that. And this could translate into working for somebody else as well. You get paid what you value yourself at. Physically, for those of you with your own business where you, set, where you set your own rates, there are people doing what you do that charge $700 an hour. And there's people doing what you do that charge $50 an hour. How much do you, you value yourself? And I'm not saying that the answer is to go charge $1,000 an hour and be like, there we go, I did it. It's a true value from the inside out. The more experience you get in your business, the more results you get for people, the more hours you log, you start charging more because you know you're worth it. They say with like a good lawyer, it's like, you're not just paying for the hours they're in court with you. You're paying for their 30 years of experience. So as you get more seasoned and you value what you do, you charge more because you value what you do more. 
you value yourself more. In a job, if you've gone three years without a raise, you start to go like, wait a minute, I'm worth more. And then you might ask for the raise or you might go for the higher position. Or you might say, you know, if you guys can't pay me this much, I'm going to have to start looking for work elsewhere. Money does really overlap in your worth, especially the amount you make. But then also it can translate into your spending habits because if you don't value yourself as much, it might be easier to impulse buy because you're like, whatever, tomorrow's me, you'll deal with it. And we can't go all into that today because it does interact with us and our energy. But really looking at money mirrors your self-worth and your self-value. So something you can do is start giving yourself, like if I truly valued myself, if I truly loved myself, if I was in full self-worth, what would I do differently? How would I exercise? How would I eat? What mindfulness practices would I practice? (laughs) And start doing even just a couple things. Go to a Pilates class or do a meditation and say to yourself, this is helping me to manifest money because I'm valuing myself. I'm putting worth on myself. That is so yummy. That in itself raises your vibration, brings you into better relationship with your money raises your vibration, makes it something that now you're more aligned with because you just took care of yourself. PS for a funny side topic. This is why narcissists can be very good at making money because they have no lacking of self-esteem. They think they are the shit. They think they are entitled to it. They think that they are God's gift to this earth. And so their self-importance is very big. Their self-worth is very big and often can be incredibly successful in business. Internally happy, I don't know, but they can on, like, they can attract more money because value and they're almost like cocky with it and they can make a lot of money. It doesn't mean you have to be cocky. Please be you. Get into harmonious relationship with money, increase your value, your self-worth, give back to yourself, say to yourself, this is helping me to make money. You show up with more presence, you're more magnetic in your business, you get more people wanting to pay you, you feel more inspired, then over time you're increasing your rates and in that you will be more abundant. So breaking this down, I'm going to give you the breakdown, the overview of these four that we just went into, and I'm going to break down a tangible practice for everyone just super quickly, and then I'm going to pull a card and then we will be on our merry way. So the first truth bomb was that money is an energy. So from now on, start looking at money as a frequency that you tune into. And every time you're feeling neutral or good, say to yourself, right now, I'm manifesting money. Even if you're watching a hilarious show and you're wiping the tears from your eyes because it's so funny, or you just had a long, good conversation with a friend or a great hug, or you just had the best smoothie, the best lunch, you just went for a walk. In that moment of feeling good, say to yourself, I am inching closer. I am manifesting money. I am raising my vibration right here. I'm manifesting more money because that's how energy works. You don't have to be in a money chant to manifest more money. You just have to raise your vibration and be in that right relationship with it. And it will become so much easier. So money is an energy focus on that. Number two, you are in a relationship with money. So start to, from this day forward, (laughs) start to thank your money. Start to pay more special attention to your money. When you're at the grocery store in your, in your mind going like, okay, $79 for four items. (laughs) Thank you money for giving me the opportunity to bring home, 
you know, these groceries that are going to nourish my belly, my family, whatever it is, maybe it's dog food, but thank you money, treating it like a person. Thank you. Gratitude. I notice you're here today. I notice you're showing up for me. Thank you. And when it leaves, trust that it will be back. Trust that they will come home. Trust that they're, you know, it's going out and it's going to be circulated and it's going to come back. I hope that your partner isn't going out and being circulated and coming back, (laughs) but money is, it will come back. Trust in that and look at that relationship. Say thank you to it. Give it gratitude. Give it attention. Scratch it under the chin. It's something that you are in relationship with. Number three, tighten up your habits. So right now, ask for your, ask yourself, where can I get more physically in touch with my finances? Where can I just a little bit be more aware of what's coming and going more aware of the bills coming up? Because if you don't know they're there and they surprise you, it causes more stress. If you don't know they're there and they're just coming out, then it's kind of apathy or avoidant a little bit. So either way, it's best to just know, right? And then you'll also start to see things that you go, Oh, I don't even use that anymore. Maybe I could cancel that. Or I pay $70 a month for that. Like, do I need that? Or, you know, stuff like that, just being in touch with it. So where can you tighten up your physical habits and your manner with money? And then number four is money mirrors your self-worth. So just like number one, money's an energy pour into yourself, into your health, your self-care, what you need to thrive. And whether it's a smoothie or it's a meditation or it's boundaries, saying to yourself, as I value myself, I welcome more money into my life. As I value and put value on myself and my needs, I manifest more money. So I'm going to pull you a card now. And I highly recommend joining the five-day money challenge over on the path. If you're already a member, you're already in, just sit, wait, get excited. We start March 1st. I really invite you over to on the path. It is quite the place to be. It is so much fun. And it's such a tangible way to break down the work week by week, deep dive by deep dive. I will help you through. Okay. So I'm going to pull a card. I hear the cards here. Okay. This card says bountiful nature, and there's a photo of a little girl, a little blonde girl with curls that is an angel. She's got big angel white wings. She's in a white dress that almost looks lace with a flower headband, this beautiful little angelic looking girl in a garden with a big watering can. And she's just starting to water the flowers. There's beams of sunlight coming onto her. And so it says bountiful nature. Spending time in nature helps shift you to a higher vibration and reminds you of God, source, universe, (laughs) infinite abundance of God's infinite abundance is what it says. Go outside, enjoy a walk or hike with your pet, meditate beneath a tree garden, sit under the stars or do some other activity to connect with the limitless vastness. Oh my goodness, that is so beautiful. That sums up so beautifully everything I'm talking about. Money is an energy. Enjoy your life. Go outside, meditate under a tree. Know that in that moment, you are attracting abundance. You are being abundant. You are being relaxed. You are being free and safe and supported. And that is the same frequency as money. So this card says, spend time in nature, 
to help shift you into a higher vibration and remind you of God's infinite abundance. Nature is abundant. Surround yourself in that energy, get into that frequency and know that you are manifesting more money right now. Okay, my love, I love you. That is all for today. I hope this energy resonated with you, got into your cells, helped activate you. If so, I would love to hear over on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. Shoot me a message, take a screenshot. If you take a screenshot and show me that you're listening and tag me, I will send you a free gift and a little message and I would love to connect. But either way, I know that our paths will cross again. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I genuinely hope that it helped you. I hope that it resonated and I hope there's something in here that you can bring forward into your life to help you manifest more. So if you want to keep this party going, make sure to come find me over on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. And to anyone that takes a screenshot of themselves listening to the show, post it on Instagram, tag me. I will send you a free gift. I can't wait to connect. Thank you so much for being the type of seeker you are. Have a great day.